Sir, we're with the Beverly Hills Police Department. Are you Mr. Sidney Bernstein? Yes, lucky guess. Well, sir, you have 25 unpaid parking tickets. We have a warrant for your arrest. Tw 25? What 25? You what? have 25 unpaid parking tickets, sir? I, I, I pay my tickets. No. I pay I pay all my tickets. Sir, do you own a black Mercedes-Benz license plate number CRL 507? 507? That's my wife's car. That's not my car. That's my... 25 unpaid yeah, parking I mean, tickets. It's under my name, but it's my wife's car. No, no, no. Bitch! Is there something that I have in this office that I could hand to you and that would make you kind of forget that you're holding those uh, little pink tickets there? What are you trying to say, sir? I Like, you'd be holding something in that hand, and this hand you'd forget about. This hand you'd be concentrating on. That hand you'd go, what? What did I have there? I don't even remember. Oh, you mean like if I had um, $200 in this hand? Ouch! Let go of my arm! $200! Ouch, please, I'm robbing you. That's what I'm doing. Here's one, here's two, they're real Chris. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Coming up on episode 45, we're talking Tinder in the 60s. We've got a stinker of a world record. We're talking Jake Gyllenhaal's ambulance, and so much more. I'm Mike Fish, and I'm joined, as always, by my main man in Amsterdam. It's Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, Mike Fish? How are you doing, player? It is an honor to be a part of the 45th Waffle Box, and I can't wait to do 45 more of these. Holy goodness. Does that mean we're going to stop at 90 and then you quit? Yeah? No. We'll, 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 we'll just reset and do another 45 after that, man. We'll, it's just we do it in blocks, okay? It's, Keep it's all a plan. It's, it's the Waffle Box Cinematic Universe, and Phase 2 is 45 episodes long. Phase 2 next week. That's when all the cameos start coming in. The yes. waffle, waffle verse of madness is coming to you. That's amazing. I How you been, it. buddy? How you Good. been? Woo! Stressed out, yo. Hey, man, I just want to say, PSA, everybody take care of your fucking teeth because when you get into your 80s, then you have to have like major surgery. You look like you've been in a car wreck like immediately and it's, it's not a good look and it's very painful and it could have been avoided. So take care of those chompers immediately. Like don't, don't fuck around. Don't forget to floss, brush twice a day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. You know what I learned recently? Apparently, I mean, I don't know whether it's all toothpaste or just a specific toothpaste, but when I've been brushing my teeth for ages, after I brush my teeth, I've been rinsing my mouth out. Apparently, that's you're not supposed to do that. Oh, supposed to let it do its thing. I don't know if this is specific think, what I'm using, but ooh, I, I don't that. think you're supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to go hardcore with it, but yeah, you could. You can still rinse your mouth out and let the fluoride hang out from there. Well, you know, at least I think. We'll look it up uh anyway yeah as we started with the intro um obviously some sad news from yesterday um it's the gilbert yeah. godfrey r.i.p uh, most people probably actually most people know him as um iago the parrot from aladdin uh obviously he's a very well versed actor and comedian uh, my mm -hmm. from the intro my favorite performance is from beverly hills cop 2 um very sad i was very, very pleased that you came out with that too because like 
you, you said you're like i'm gonna just play a little thing a little tribute and i was like all right cool like you didn't tell me what it was gonna be and i was like oh it's beverly hills cop 2 i saw beverly hills cop 2 in the theater in 1987 that would have made me nine years old with my mom we caught it on the very last screening before they took it out of the theater and uh that shit was amazing so gilbert godfrey yeah so much more than that but wow yeah i mean his comedy stylings i guess wasn't for everyone he was a little bit on the nose sometime uh but man didn't give a shit you yeah, know his what was gold went platinum and he was fantastic on those comedy essential roasts he's a great roast yeah. Yes. Yeah. See. Shout out. Shout out to Gilbert Gottfried. R.I.P. There'll never be another like him. Um, moving on. Before we get into the real meat and potatoes, as I say, we got a little bit of a an update. A couple of weeks ago, obviously, we heard oh, about the slap heard around, around the world. The world. Will Smith jumping onto the Oscars stage to bitch slap Chris Rock for keeping his wife's name in his mouth which you won't do again, I'm assuming. Uh, he finally got his punishment delivered this week. What, what happened, Kush? What did he get? Well, we didn't, we didn't update everybody last week uh, to the point where Will Smith actually has resigned from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. What does that even Sciences. mean? Does that mean he can't what that vote? Means is, that means he can't vote. That means he won't get any more screeners. That means he won't be able to go to any of the events. And it's not the after party. Those are all private affairs. But like, he won't get to go to the Oscars, um, uh, or at least he'll he'll have to be invited. However, because because he resigned, they moved up the ruling. Like the ruling was supposed to happen like tomorrow or the Friday after this episode aired. And because he just resigned, they went like, "Well, we'll just drop our judgment and." He has been banned from the Oscars for 10 years. We'll get a little bit more into that, but Mike, I, I feel I feel like you have a knee-jerk reaction here. Pretty shitty. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he apologized and yada, yada, yada. Mm. Does he need to be punished? I don't know. But if they are going to punish him, that's a pretty weak punishment. It's a pretty weak punishment because it's not just he can't come to the Oscars for 10 years, which is, you know, by the way, that's four hours he gets to have in his day to get back. Honestly, regardless he, of if he does win, he just gets to do anything. that video acceptance. They probably won't even do that. They'll probably just have some, the the guy say, the guy who announced it, and the winner is Will Smith. The uh, Will Smith obviously can't be here for reasons everyone knows about, and then he'll just let's walk go to the, the tape. <laughs> let's go to the tape. No, I don't even think I don't think they'll do a remote satellite thing. No, but, saying, uh, let's, let's show the reason why he's not here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. We will never not see that video ever again. We will Every never not ever see that slide. It's going to come out again. Every day. Every day, it'll be something else, meme form. So it's, some people are like, is that too much? Some people are saying that's not enough. Um, again, he can still be nominated for movies. He can still win another Academy Award over this next decade. So based on that, yeah, it's kind of lame, but they do what they do. This is a case closed. We will not talk about this subject again until Chris Rock has actually announced that he's got already got an hour prepared <laughs> on this on this 45 second window. Uh, but we're not going to hear about it until the highest bidder comes in. Netflix, you know what to do. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there was something, I think it wasn't it because he mentioned 
in passing that he was waiting to do something. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was waiting for the Oscars to do the official announcement and then, right, now I'm going to talk about it. Wow. I don't but know. It's, it's, but it's a weak one. It's, it's like basically like if Tom Brady did something in the NFL, like he punched a referee, and then the NFL saying, well, you can still play and you can still win the Super Bowl, but, but you don't get to go to Disney World. It's like, oh, okay. Well, he would not get to go to the Super Bowl if that was the case, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Well, no, because um, you can still win. Yeah. Like, like, maybe you won't be able to go up and grab a trophy. It's definitely a pretty hollow punishment, but also like for for this this governing body, for this organization, for this little community that everybody watches on ABC once a year and then bitches about, um, they've never dealt with anything like this before. So this it's new, brand new to everybody. I, I'm not saying anyone should jump up on stage next year and assault anybody, but the joke's going to be next year. One of the presenters is going to walk out with like bodyguards around them as a joke, right? Do they do that joke? Do they try and do they try hard to just ignore it and kayfabe the shit out of it? Mike Fish, I bet Oscars, Oscars are like get all the attention, bring all the attention. I feel one hundred percent that we, you and I, will be here fifty-two episodes from now, and uh, yeah, let's talk about this. Do do. Do they even acknowledge us at next year's Oscars? Let's get it on the digital stream right now. What do you say? Yes or no? I'm 100%. saying no. I say 100. 100%. Yes. 100% yes. Okay, there it is, folks. I, I don't from think now. Gonna... We'll see who's right. We'll see who's right. Maybe we'll drop a poll on Twitter. Haven't said that. I can't wait to hear Chris Rock's thing. I hope Will Smith gets more work. I hope him and his wife figure shit out because. They ain't looking too good. They're, like they're, they're, they're looking anything. very unstable. Unstable. It's been out that so, way for years. Nothing's going to change. It, it can, though, if they wanted to. So, anyways, I, I hope this doesn't get any worse. I hope we can put this behind us now, and I feel like we will. And uh, let's move on. If only Uncle Phil was still around. He could have sold this. Ooh, Uncle Phil would have a big talk with both of them. Which one do you reckon would have get thrown out of the house? <laughs> jazz still <laughs> <laughs> somehow somehow yeah. uh, speaking of love ish will smith mm. jada smith mm. um we're gonna be talking about oh i said tinder in the 60s it's not quite so my love people searching for love uh the reason i kind of this story piqued my interest is because you know the old saying always goes you know this old life was so much simpler back in my day back mm -hmm, in the day mm -hmm. used to be so much simpler well this story yeah, yeah. i feel proves that that point is not 100 accurate let's just say you know you're kind of lonely in love and you kind of want to find that special someone what do you do right now you just just download an app do a little couple of swipey swipies and next thing you know you're getting checked for infection super simple Ooh. maybe that's just where i am from anyway <laughs> these two young ladies from 1966 went way above and beyond in their search for a boyfriend so a pair of british teenagers in search of boyfriends launched a message in a bottle into an estuary in 1966 and it was found more than five decades later by a litter picking crew Members of the Scunthorpe Litter Pickers group, sounds like a fun Christmas party, that does, 
said they found the message in a bottle while cleaning up around the Humber Estuary in South Berriby. I always forget how weird names are in England. North Lincolnshire yes, in England. Uh, the route Everything's of- named after a ham also, by the way. West Ham, East Ham, Nottingham. Amber. Nottingham, yeah, yeah, yeah. Etc. I don't know. So the group members opened the bottle and found a note written by the 15-year-old friends, Jennifer Coleman and Janet Blankley. Uh, that letter mm-hmm. was dated August 9th, 1966. And wow. this is what the note said. And I quote, anyone who finds this note, contact Miss J. Coleman. Please write if you are a boy under 18, over 16. Very specific. Please send, a, please send a photo and one will be exchanged. Thank you. This be oh. the earliest on record request for like a dick pic. Or am I looking too much into this? I think you're definitely looking too much into that. However, this is cute. I wonder, I have to wonder if those girls went back to the launch pad like, why is there not a bottle here in return? We're just waiting for years. Just day now. Yeah. How long did they wait for a reply? Also, the guys who found that bottle 50 years later, like, everybody's going to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear in the. Anyway, there's, I, I see lots of POVs in this story. It's, it's very amusing. We can make a whole movie out of this just for the Lifetime Network and or the Spike TV channel, which doesn't exist anymore. This would make a very good lifetime Christmas movie. Like someone finds the ball Christmas Eve and they fall in love. I don't know. But apparently, a young 23 year old man finds the bottle and he's like, I have to find, I have to find this woman. I I, I must meet her. And then he does and he discovers she's 86 years old, my fish. And he's like, I fucking love you. (laughs) I've been thinking about you every day and you look more beautiful than I could have imagined. And then they, embrace for a kiss and then cue the credits and uh, uh international pop star rihanna sings over the credits well, apparently they didn't wait very long because coleman oh. um moved to australia after she finished school oh and it's quite funny that, complicate things yeah and turns out the bowl didn't help her find love apparently she, she she had to wait till she was in her 40s before she finally found love Oh. But now she's happily married. And they, but they found her on Facebook, connected through a FaceTime. There's a little video on the iPod. It's very adorable. She's an old lady now, as you can imagine. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently she doesn't talk to her friend anymore. So there was no... Oh. I kind of want to know what happened there. But maybe her friend did get a response to the bottle, and she didn't. So they're kind of like, fuck you, bitch. You whore. I fucked her boyfriend. Bros before hoes or whatever the female equivalent is. That. whatever the equivalent is yes that was the, the whatever broke whatever gender bro code was broken here was broken wow see life wasn't simpler took a years <laughs> and a bomb did you ever do that as a kid like did you ever do anything stupid like that like message a, or like well, those the time capsules or a note on a balloon that sounds fun. I did a message in a bottle, but I never threw it into the ocean because that's littering. <laughs> so what? Where did it go? Did you just post it through someone's door? I left it on the shelf, and then we probably just threw it away. Yeah, it's it's definitely not hanging out around the house here. But I, I remember sincerely, like 
I'm like, yo, if we're ever like stranded at sea, stuck on an island, I got the note ready. <laughs> that's that's what I was preparing for at the young tender age of seven. I don't know how you asking for a picture from a 20-year-old woman is gonna help save us, Kush. <laughs> Those army guys, dear army guys, would have plenty of pictures of 20-year-old women for for young cliches. Dirty boys. Dirty boys. But yeah, let us know if you've ever done a message in a bowl and if you had success, hit us up or something stupidly on. equivalent. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what 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 other stupid shit I did that would equate to that? Um, we'll we'll have to follow up on that if we ever do. Yeah. Janet, Jennifer Coleman, Janet Blakely. Jennifer Coleman? I know Jennifer Coleman. Oh, Maybe it's boy. her. Well, Maybe she moved from Australia. Older than she let on to me. She's uh, a vampire. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? That's why she went to Australia. And then came back to San Francisco and enrolled in elementary school for Catholic school, which contradicts the vampire part because there's crosses everywhere. But she met up with her friends, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Oh, snap. That, that, that happened. That, that was in that documentary. Good pull, Mike Fish. Interview with Vampire. Check it out. All right, let's move on because we've got a stinker of a story for you next. Ba-boom. But this week's Dumbest world record of the week. I do love this segment. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, again, dancing around. If you're watching the video, I forgot to pull the gray hair. No, look, there it is. There, uh, oh. there it is. You've only got one gray hair. What oh, a now privilege! Have to inspection when I get after the show. <laughs> um, what, this... a, what a delight! Yeah, I could, I, I'm just quite. Just I can't stop staring at it now. I fucking People watching the video version five just five. from this side this morning, Mike Fish. Like you, maybe that's one. Oh my god! Make, make it last forever, on. son. If that's the only one you get, praise God. I'll, uh, I'm gonna be one of those just for men commercials, like just painting my beard. Uh, anyway, this week's dumbest world record comes to us from the Philippines, Ooh. where a man, Gerard Jesse, um, has a very unique talent, and he holds the world record for most candles extinguished by farting. <laughs> wow. What is it about his fart uh, against everyone else's that is not, ex- not making the fire spread out? Because it's maybe it's his diet, folks. Once you're done with this waffle box, you can go on YouTube and find plenty of videos of people lighting farts. Like it's it's there's methane in your ass. So it's it's a it's a fact. It's a fun fact. Not yeah, a fun it doesn't. Fact at all. It doesn't say within a time period. So I'm assuming it, this has to be like one fart. So I wish he had to like let it out yeah, right. in little bursts. Oh, that's what I thought too. So he managed to extinguish five individual candles with one fire, okay. which is pretty okay. damn impressive, if you ask me. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed. But apparently he didn't go all the way through with, you know, maybe he didn't want to pay the money for the Guinness World Records because apparently this isn't an official Guinness World Record. This is not recognized mm. by the people in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, and what was funny is that 
whoever wrote this article uh, reached out to the Guinness Book of World Records and asked them about it. And the person, it was obviously like maybe like a receptionist or someone, they didn't really give a shit. It was like, the spokesman said, uh, I just went through our database and this record's not recognized. So they must have him up. Uh, is there a record for most candles extinguished with a fart? Please hold. <laughs> no. I have to imagine even Guinness is just like, look, that's just gross. We're not, we're not, we're not recognizing that as anything. No one else has done it, or at least not for us, but yeah, no. Just think no. of the poor person who had to hold the fucking candles. I mean, I would imagine they would just be lined up. No, there's right? there's a picture. Someone is holding this oh, of no. wood with the candles on. I'm going to shoot oh. you. Yes, have like a face mask because you, know, you don't want some. Gets a little bit too they... excited. He wants to push out that last one, and then suddenly shots. Oh, could you imagine? Yes, yes, I can. That would that'd be like a five-hour shower. Get it's... it off me! Get it off me! Right, I would not blame you either. That's it. That's a, a good test of friendship as well. Fish. It's a different. Like how, right? How how good friends that, are we? That is would true. you ever hold five candles while I fart on them? Mm, yes or no? Mm. Hell no! Not at all. No, sir. I might even slap you for uh, for <laughs> suggesting that I do such a thing. So we're 45 um, episodes in, we're not that I, I would help you figure out how to put the candles up. And by the way, you just melt the bottom of it and stick it on the board. The end. <laughs> That's and then I'll record the evidence, but uh yeah. Nah. <laughs> His friend was like, You sure I, I can just stick them on the piece of wood? No, you have to hold them. I, really? Why? No, that that person was like, I'm 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 hitching my horse to this winner right here. Like this guy's going places, and I'm gonna fucking follow on in, in his footsteps. Let's go! <laughs> I'll hold everything you need. And he held all the candles and or maybe just got lost farted the in his face. Now that depending on how he held the candles, and Mike, you've apparently seen the the photo. I have not, but. It, it, I can I can see a total situation where he's holding those candles. However, he's holding the candles, and just when when your boy farts, he goes. <laughs> like, well, in the photo, all you see is his hands. So maybe he was sat there. And, Have you done it yet? I mean, it, it, you you can crap that shit properly. Like, you can still hold that stuff right up to your face. Risk getting fire in your face. Uh, and if it's just a Other photo, things. you can still go. Like, yeah. So I don't I mean, know. You're, this, you're this is casting doubt on Gerard Jesse's world record. A hundred percent. There you go. Congratulations, anyway, Gerard. Living your dream of fighting. <laughs> oh, you need to dream bigger, man. Yeah, go for six. You need to dream bigger. Go for Change six. Your diet. <laughs> <laughs> need more chili. Going for a world record, man. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't come up on another on another previous waffle box, but there was a woman, I don't know if it was OnlyFans or whatever platform she was going through, but she was selling farts in a jar. Oh, yeah. She I sold like that. ten thousand and then she, had she to go to actually, hospital, like, right? 
I had to go to the hospital because she farted too much because she was fucking with her diet to produce farts. Like, what would you do with that? Like, let's just say you ordered it and then you opened it up. And that was it. There was apparently a little, little like, cloth rose petal type thing in there like that that absorbs the fart so it's not just like it escapes upon removing the jar this chick went on the adam carolla show that's why i know any of this it's not like the the cans of oxygen from spaceballs no 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 like she she farted on this in a jar but on this material and so it's you know once once you sealed that shit it's it's taken its time to ferment and embed and that's that's what she did and there's enough weirdos out there that bought that shit like she just makes some scented candles she's probably thought yeah. of that mm, i mean gwyneth paltrow has one that smells like her pussy really mm-hmm. you didn't see the super bowl commercial that was that was the big joke in it like how like does she just like does she like one of Paltrow's very intimate with her her genitalia? She like squirt on a cloth and then wring it out. She might. She uh, she probably didn't have to squirt. She probably just had to get stimulated enough, and then just you know took a sample and and sent it to the powers that be, and they made a perfume out of it, and they put that in a candle. But yeah, you can you can buy one of Paltrow's pussy scented candle. I think I'll miss. I'll, I'll skip on that one, but it's good to know. Really? I think we should probably sell it on the wafflebox.merch.com. Wafflemerch.com. Wafflemerch.com. But you could get t shirt, mugs, hoodies, and. Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Not just yeah. any candle, Gwyneth Paltrow candles. What other celebrities could be. Uh, like, uh, you, can, you can get a candle that smells like Chenin Tatum's dick. There's an audience for that. There's an audience for that. Magic. If there wasn't before, it, it is now now then put out there in the universe, Mike Fish. And you created that. Copyright Waffle Box 2022. Anyway, let's move on because this has gone weird. This has gone weird. <laughs> uh, still to come on this week's Waffle Box. We've got the middle show quiz coming up after the break. Uh, then we've got the trapdoor, Cush's movie review, and so much more. So stick with us, and we'll be right back after this break. Ooh, welcome back to Waffle Box. Still to come on episode 35. Because his movie review, he's reviewing ambulance and so much more. But of course, it's the middle of the show, so now it's time for the middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. Uh, this week, we're testing Kush's knowledge on well, he's reviewing ambulance. So I want to okay. see how much he knows about that movie and the actors therein. So what we're going to be playing this week is a game of higher or lower. So I'm going to give you an actor that starred in Ambulance, and I'm going to give you their age. And then I'm going to give you the next actor, and you have to guess whether they're 
older or younger, higher or lower. Simple? Simples. Sounds simple. I might lose one of my earbuds in a minute here. Um, just how do you want to handle that? I, I can transfer over to a, another set of headphones, um, but I just got the notice from this ear here. What, one of them dying? One of them might be dying. I, I can still probably go on the second one, but th that is a thing that has happened here. I don't want to ruin the pace of the show, but... Whatever you want to do. All right. I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing out is a thing that has happened. I can transfer when we need to, but let's, let's write it out. We're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. This is we'll live TV, baby. Oh, shit. We're going to do it live, damn it. We're, We're going to do it live. live. <laughs> anyway, don't try to give your excuses of why you're going to lose this week because you won last week. I've got to get you back. Okay, so actor number one is a person I've never heard of, but his name is Jackson White, who stars in Ambulance, apparently. Oh, and he is aged uh, 26. Yeah. Okay, so your next one, whether you're going to go higher or lower, mm -hmm. is... Rapper Wale. Hmm. Is he older or younger? Higher or lower? Wale, 26. I believe, is older than 26. He is 37 that... years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know the you name. Know I don't know any of his music, but he's 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 a big part of the wrestling pro wrestling he community is. these days. He uh, so. has regular Wale Manias events. Mm-hmm. So Wale 37. Next is Isa Gonzalez. Isa Gonzalez. Is she mm -hmm. younger or older than Wale? Isa Gonzalez, I'm going to say, is younger than Wale. Oh, she is 32 years old. Oh, snap. Going for two for two. Okay. So then next up, we've got the man himself, Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. Is he older or younger than Isaac Gonzalez? Older. Oh, he's 41. Look at that. You're not going for a clean sweep here. Three in a row. So Jake Gyllenhaal's 41. Mm -hmm. uh, next up is, I do apologize that I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but it's Yaya Abdul-Mateen. The second. The sequel. Second. It's always better than okay. the first. Is he older or younger than Jake Gyllenhaal? He's younger, but not by much. Oh, he is 35 years old. 35. Oh, you went away from the clean sweep. Finally is Mr. Garrett Dillahunt. Garrett Dillahunt. Mm. Is he older or younger than 35? I'm going to just say older. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's 57. 57 years old. <laughs> Clean sweep. 5-0. I didn't even get to use the buzzer. You crushed it. 5-0. Dude, I literally lost my ear in that one, too. Amazing. Done. Well done. So that's, you win this round as well. So that's 2-0 now. I need, to get, I need to get a good one for next week. I need to start winning. I need to get winning back. Um, so that's the middle of the show quiz because he knows his shit and he'll be talking about ambulance coming up in a moment but of course next segment we've got a 
remove things from the annals of time, from history, as we now welcome you to the trapdoor. So this is the first time you're listening to us. Trapdoor segment is pretty simple. We come up with a couple of examples or whether it be animals, food, whatever it might be. And then we have four examples of that subject. And then we have to decide which one of those four is going to be removed from history because it's trash and will never be heard of again. Um, how are we doing with the audio? Can you still hear me or do you need a couple of seconds to switch over there? I can still hear you, but I want to just do this here if I can. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you are. Okay. So this, if you didn't already know, I mean, how didn't you know? It should be marked in everyone's calendar. Today, Wednesday, the 13th of April, is National Scrabble Day. So we're oh. doing a board game-themed trapdoor this week. So... Section one or round one is for board games. So the four options that we have are Monopoly, Connect Four, Jenga, not necessarily a board game, but you know what I mean, or Snakes and Ladders, or as if I believe you call it over here in America, Shoots and Ladders. Oh, why do you guys call it Snakes and Ladders? Because on the board, there's snakes, and you slide down the snake, apparently. Oh. Well, it's just a slide. We, we, why we call it a shoot? Why it's not slides and ladders? I don't know, but it's... Well, who in, who in England decided that if you see a snake, you just slide down that shit? Stay away from the snake. All right. Snakes, <laughs> snakes and ladders is gone. All right. Fuck that shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. Immediately. Because we... Because... Look, look what were our options again? Monopoly? Everyone Monopoly, Monopoly, snakes, ladders, connect four, and Jenga. Jenga. Jenga's a fun drinking game. Everyone gets that. What was the third one? Connect four. Connect four. Very simple. Tic-tac-toe, but it's with four things. All right. We, we, they, we didn't change the name on any of those three, but Snakes and Ladders, get the fuck out of here. Even though Monopoly just ruins lives it's, and it's, lasts it's, about five hours. There's a whole documentary about mono professional Monopoly players. They finish that shit in 20 minutes. It doesn't sound... I don't want to hang around with professional Monopoly players. <laughs> they are cutthroat. <laughs> they... What is this documentary called? I need to see it now, just to kind of laugh at it. I believe it's... If it's not on Netflix, it's on Hulu, and I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. It's, it's also a like, great Scrabble documentary. A Scrabble oh, documentary? There's a Scrabble documentary about professional Scrabble players. They like playing in the park. They bet on money. There's a whole tournament. It's, it's pretty wild. Jesus. What have I done with my life? Could have been a professional scrapper player, man. Could have been a contender. I mean, it's, this, it's the same lifestyle as a professional pool player or professional poker player. Like, lives you know, get ruined. Playing like, word. It's, it's all gambling like and money. Sucker. Anyway, yeah, I guess just because sliding down a snake doesn't make sense and then it's changed its name to make it confusing. Snakes and ladders, shoots and ladders, slides and ladders, whatever, you're gone. Next up, round two is movies based on board games. Oh. Mm -hmm. So the four options we have here are 
Dungeons and Dragons from the year 2000. Battleship mm. from 2012. Clue from 1985. Or Ouija from 2014. <laughs> Ouija is probably the most ridiculous one, but I think we should get rid of Battleship because it tried to be the Transformers. Uh, so get get Battleship the hell out of here. It really did. Because like, at least like Dungeons and Dragons was... Mm-hmm. It was, based a on film. it was based on Dungeons and Dragons. There was Dungeons and Dragons in it. Clue was literally a movie adaptation of the game Clue. Ouija mm-hmm. featured people playing the Ouija board. Battleship. I don't. Did did anyone at any point say C four? Probably B one. They probably did. They probably snuck that shit in. To be honest, <laughs> I, I still haven't seen Battleship, but. When when the missile missile comes and just like misses the boat, it's telling you like miss. That was that was a big thing when it came out in the theaters. Is like, do they really say you sunk my battleship? And they they left you hanging. So like, oh, I, I I must know. I must go to the theater right now to decide if they said, did you sink my battleship? Uh, uh, no, it's it's not a good movie, guys. Stop stop trying to make it a thing. No one's trying to make it a thing. Good for the you. only setting point was the big thing was that Rihanna's in it. No, that was yeah, that was the biggest thing it had. And no, no offense to Rihanna, but it wasn't a good thing. Like Liam Neeson's there. I didn't uh, even know Liam Neeson was in it. He plays it, plays the dad. He, he plays the Bruce Willis character from Armageddon. And I forget uh, the guy. There was a dude who was supposed to be a big thing, but he's in every shit movie over like four years uh and, and battleship was one of them but he was supposed to be the ben affleck character in armageddon and then i forget who's i, I don't even think they got a, uh, i don't think they got a live tyler quality actress to, to play that that lady but uh yeah battleship is bullshit and didn't even have aerosmith doing the emotional theme song they probably couldn't even get aerosmith to do that shit no there were there was no soundtrack for it battleship was some 41 shit. i don't know they'd be lucky to get some 41 or third eye blind just, just as as just the ship is battleship is sinking because i'm in too deep and it's a little too uh yeah that was actually pretty easy bye bye battleship Get out of here. Fucking insulting. It was who, who came up with that idea? Who's okay, guys? So I got an idea for a great movie. You ever play battleships? Yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna make a movie called that, but it's just gonna have zero connection with the game. Brilliant. I mean it was a Hasbro movie, so the fact Hasbro, the Hasbro was Cinematic Universe. Made. Hasbro's trying to get everything made. So the fact that they got that made makes you have to wonder, like, what didn't get made? Yeah, what yeah, That's including, what like, a live-action My Little Pony film. What other board games could make really shitty movies? Monopoly. Monopoly the movie. Monopoly. I mean, that's just The Wolf of Wall Street. You could literally re-release The Wolf of Wall Street and just call it Monopoly. Jenga versus Kong. Ooh. Are you just about to win the game and then King Kong comes... Rah! knocks it down the end i'm feeling that that's a good crossover game too make it happen we are coming up with great ideas on this show lionsgate
you know, make so much moolah when people take our ideas. Y'all better pay Mike Fish for his ideas. He's got them. You need them. I took it about from bad old movies to potentially bad looking new movies. It's now time for Kush's movie review. Kush's movie review. Ambulance starring Jake Hall. Question, is it as bad as it looks? Take it away. (laughs) (laughs) I think as I predicted last week, the story is fucking stupid as shit. All right. It's not a good story, but it is absolutely entertaining. You should see this in a theater. I think you'll still have a good time watching it at home, either on your physical media or your digital media. It's, It's what if Michael Bay did a grand theft auto movie what if michael bay got to make a fast and furious movie this is it all right there there, there's plenty of fast pussy cars in it it's there's there's a lot of action in it mad max again like it's two hours of just driving through los angeles it's there's still a lot of ridiculous in this but i had a great time the entire two hours and 12 minutes that it is yes it could be an hour 45 and be so much better but it is a lot of fun it is i don't necessarily think it's any more violent than any other movie out there these days i don't think it's more violent than the batman but it is rated r for two reasons one is the movie starts out with well our our hero who who is played by eliza gonzalez uh she you you know her from hobbs and shaw you know her from a couple things but this is this is her big movie she plays a paramedic she's in the ambulance but before she gets into trouble she uh arrives on the scene of a horrific car crash where a a little girl has been impaled through the stomach (gasps) with, with some iron fence or, or or whatever it is um that shit is violent like it, it's a whole thing where you like you feel for this kid and then like they got to get the jaws of life in there and then there's a, a giant you know buzzsaw that has to cut through the things just so they can get her into the ambulance and that kid wails and you're like oh my god this thing's gonna go hardcore there's another scene where a, they have to do surgery in the ambulance and the spleen bursts and blood goes everywhere i mean the cops get shot up there there's vehicular homicide things flip over people people have to die in 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 certain scenes but it's not really any more violent than a fast and furious movie outside of those two scenes i just highlighted for everybody there so this is i always find that funny when when americans say vehicular (laughs) what do you call it vehicle vehicle homicide yeah sure it's, it it's, sounds it's like you like you've got the hiccups harassment and harassment so what kind what kind of uh accident was it it was a vehicular accident <laughs> vehicular. vehicular 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 she drinks too many jokers anyway. anyway so is this is it because it looks the way the, the the trailer was filmed it looked like it's like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal has made a banked heist and now he's in an ambulance. And if the ambulance goes slower than 40 miles per hour, it's going to blow up. Oh, Jake no, no, Gyllenhaal no. starts in speed three. 
I don't know what trailer you saw, but that's definitely it's just always. It was just the whole trailer was just him in the ambulance driving fast, and then him yelling at the and the other guy, and then she would pipe in, and they would all be yelling. It was just a bunch of yelling okay. and driving. That's all I saw. Okay. okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I can tell you this: Jake Gyllenhaal is the the I worst of bad guys. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna get you home, brother. No, he he is. He is a homicidal sociopath in this, okay? He doesn't care what life he has to take to get the objective done, but he has he has a plan to rob a bank and it goes super sideways. It's it's the that worst case scenario in fact, his entire team dies and he brings his brother Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the second Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the sequel into into this situation um Yaya Abdul Mateen II actually plays a a a veteran, a United States veteran. Uh, he, he was in the military, served his time. His wife needs some experimental surgery. That's kind of why this movie is terrible with its story. There's a there's a surgery that needs all this money, and you know we 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 get that two minute clip where he's like he's on the phone with the insurance adjusters. He's like, yo, I, I need to talk to a human being, and they just hang up on him. They're like, I need to go on break. I don't care about your problem. Goodbye. I think that's pretty realistic. Uh, super, eh, it could be realistic. It could be unrealistic. I don't, I've been on a lot of bullshit calls. No one's ever cut me off to go on their break. However, with this in mind, the movie is still entertaining. Okay. It's, it's, it's just, it's a two hour car chase. It could be a lot shorter, should be a lot shorter. The bank robbery is, probably stupid because no one covers their goddamn face I, I i still don't understand this part of the film where I, no one went in with a mask there you, you got some cartoon characters you got the guy from brooklyn who goes hey officer i'm gonna send you a cannoli for helping me forget my engine thank you uh you got a can you put a, on a mask please i don't believe in masks they don't do anything Dude, we're trying to rob a bank i don't give a shit just cover your fucking face yeah right <laughs> it's there's a lot of stupid in this movie, but it's it's definitely stupid fun. Okay, I had a great time. There's a lot of interesting things in this. Um, they promised a lot of fancy drone footage, which they kind of deliver on, but they cut off because it's hard flying a drone. Like I, you you see this thing doing all these amazing curves. It's actually like going parallel with a helicopter and then something happens that we don't get to see because they cut it short every time every time you get to see some super sexy drone footage it gets cut short give the people what they want give the give kush hayes what he wants he wants some super sexy drone footage to its potential however if you if you you, before this if you got the sexy drone footage though and the and the movie was the 20 minutes longer would you would that would you mind if it was two hours and 32 minutes longer? Yeah. You got some sexy I, drone footage. Would you... I can have my sexy drone footage, man, but it's, it's, it, we need to condense our story, man. Like I don't, I don't just veg out to this shit. It's gotta be a, gotta be a cohesive story. So the ending is super unrealistic. Eventually no. it does end everybody. The day is saved. Mm. Uh, spoiler alert! No, nah, no spoiler alert. We're just gonna just if you, if you want some, if you want a very good chase film on, on the level of of a Mad Max, 
Fury Road. This is it. I'm going to go on a limb here, though. Break it down. And I'm going to say anyone that's watching or listening to this show mm-hmm. is not thinking, please don't ruin Ambulance for me. I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But um, I'm not going to do it anyways. Otherwise, um, a very low four out of five. But it was definitely entertaining. Ooh, I had a great time. There's times where I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, um, the action is very good. The chases are very good. The, the the footage that they could capture was fantastic. Like this Michael Bay with a low budget. That's not a Transformers film. Fucking a, dude. Go get it. What's a Michael Bay low budget? Like three hundred million. No, this movie was made for like less than fifty million. For them growing up. Yeah, man. Learn has a hand. Pain and gain was the same thing. People gave it shit. It's it's. It's a ridiculous story. It kind of got a little—I um, don't know what the word to use for it—but uh, stylized, a little overstylized. People had a problem with like, oh yeah, these guys just like murdered all these people just to live live a lavish lifestyle. And and Michael Bay tried to make it funny. But to play devil's advocate here, if you were going hmm. into a Michael Bay movie and coming out saying that was a bit over the top and unrealistic, what were you expecting at this point? Mm-hmm. That's why, I, that's why I compared it to Grand Theft Auto, the movie, or a Fast and the Furious entry. So, yeah, this is entertaining. It, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. The story is still stupid. Action, top-notched. Well, four out of five. Better than I expected. Check it out. Same. Peoples. Same. Better than I expected. Well, that was nice. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Could still be shorter. If it was shorter, it would be a five out of five. The only thing yeah, I'm giving a five out of five this year is Jackass 4. As much as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm not saying that, this is that they were the first movies, but that has definitely made people go, I was going to make this movie 90 minutes, but fuck it, I'm going two hours and 20 minutes. Ever since Michael Bay did, I want to say Armageddon, he's been given license to make movies o- over two hours. Like I want to say The Rock is like an hour 45. I, I believe, um, damn, I literally just had it on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Bad Boys. The original Bad Boys is an hour 45. But when we get to Bad Boys 2, that has to be two and a half hours for some reason. Like, and, but, but the people loved it. Kush Hayes is always always about making things more efficient, but people love two and a half hours of Bad Boys too. It's a good movie. It flies by. I it's a it's a fun movie. I don't agree that it flies by. No, but I'm saying if it is like for example, like spite the recent Spider-Man movie, that was mm-hmm. long as shit, but I didn't really notice it. I didn't feel it. But that's that's because that director figured out how to make a three-hour movie entertaining from pillar to post. Michael Bay doesn't he Michael Bay has some slow entries in this. There's there's a scene in ambulance where the LAPD is still following these folks past past the LA River. And at one point the the, the super duper hack computer hacker chick for the LAPD goes like I've hacked into their earbuds. And then for whatever reason they go into their earbuds and like Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen, brother. I need you to keep Second. driving this van, but I am super stressed out. This is Jake Gyllenhaal. And I, I need to listen to my Spotify playlist, which is going to play Christopher Cross's Sailing Away. And then 
yeah yeah abdul in the sequel goes hey let me get one of those earbuds because i love that song too and then there's just a three minute scene of them just driving away listening to sailing away. oh i thought it was like i'm sailing away this is it's the other song yeah no. anyways it's it's an entertaining scene but also like we don't need that fucking song and nothing ever comes back to it like this woman literally asks, I'm going to hack into their earbuds. It never comes back. Then she becomes a DJ. Like, I know where they're going. They already know where they're going. They're going to this spot in, in East Los. You can it's- just put a camera on it. You don't need to hack into the earbuds to work out where they're going. Just film it. Get a helicopter. So this movie could absolutely use a, a, a bunch of shortcuts. It should have been an hour 45, but at two hours, 12 minutes, I still had a great time. Congratulations, Michael Bay. Thanks, man. Next week, we'll be discussing Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, the secret is he's gay. China don't want you to know that. Who's gay? Dumbledore. Oh, he's hella gay, but that's okay. Wasn't that alluded to in the Harry Potter movies? I I could not tell you. However, the one of the only things I remember about the previous Fantastic Beasts is that like he was supposed he was supposed to be like, yeah, Dumbledore comes out as gay, but when it came down to that scene, it was like, so I understand you and Johnny Depp's character, who's now Naz Mickelson. You you guys were closest brothers. And then Jud, Jude Law goes, Well, we some might say we were closer than brothers. And then that was the whole scene. That, that was everything that alluded to them being gay. That's as gay as we can go. That's as gay as they went. But this one was supposed to be super, so much gayer that China said, we needed to cut six seconds from it. And it's all the scenes that they're gay in, which is six seconds. <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing about that next week. Um, I actually really like all the Fantastic Beasts series, but they're also still forgettable. Never seen one. I've seen all the Harry Potter movies. Haven't seen the Fantastic Beasts movie. I like Fantastic Beasts because it's a little more adult. Um, but even I don't know where they're going with this because the last episode, Fantastic Beasts 2, Harry Potter negative 3, was so we got a war coming on our hands, Mike Fish. And <laughs> if the Americans win, it's going to be the entire timeline that America has had after winning World War II. But we got these guys called the Nazis, and uh, they 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 also have some ideas too. And we we might want to get into on top of that. And folks are like, wizards take sides. Like, yeah, I might like what these Nazis have. And it's like, what? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Spoiler alert: the Nazis lose. Spoiler alert: the Nazis lose. But Fantastic Beasts don't know that yet. Well, check that out. People have to watch that. Anyway, this uh, this is getting kind of weird again. Um, oh, it's the weirdest episode we've had on the wall. Wizards and Nazis. Uh, but no, let's just make everyone weird feel box. good again. It's as I rub, rub my chest and my nipples. Let's make ourselves feel good. Actually, I'm going to play the right music for this. It's this week's feel good music, feel good music, feel good story of the week. Can I hear it again? 
here's to another 45 episodes. Um, this week's feel-good story of the week comes from a unsuspected character. So who thought Mr. Gordon Ramsay would be featuring in our feel-good story of the week? She just came out about weeks ago. But He's some reason, such a cunt. I thought I'd talked about this, but obviously I didn't. So I'm bringing it back, baby. Um, so Gordon Ramsay, yes, everyone knows him as the sweary, angry man on Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But this, well, a couple of weeks ago, he was appearing on BBC Radio 2 over in England uh, on their oh. breakfast show when a school cook phoned into the show to ask him for some help. She said, and I quote, I'm cooking here on my own. I'm working here in a school kitchen and my chef has gone off sick. I've got another one off. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, but I've got another one off with COVID and just wondered if Gordon would help me today. Give me a hand after this interview, please. Um, that's coming from uh, Tina Clark, who is the kitchen manager over in, and as, as we alluded to at the beginning of the show, weird places in England. She works at Edward Peak Middle School in Biggleswade in the uk jesus christ biggles way that sounds like, I feel like this is from harry I feel like you just described harry potter for yeah, us yes. oh you go i'm harry potter i come from biggles Wade, and i'm now dumbledore's gay i didn't know he was a nancy boy um as they were saying this 60s, I guess, like 40s. Oh, definitely. They would definitely call him a Nancy boy in the 40s. They I'm sure they had all wild. sorts of colorful limericks. Oh, I bet. Um, anyway, so although Gordon Ramsay said of himself he wasn't available, he offered to dispatch one of his chefs to the school. And very, very quickly, not thinking much of it, the school gets a phone call and just simply saying, your chef will be with you in an hour. And she thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have to fess up to the head teacher. And I hope she doesn't give me detention, she joked. <laughs> anyway, an hour later, Rob Roy Cameron arrived, who works at Gordon Ramsay's Lucky Cat restaurant in London. And Clark was immediately put to work prepping cauliflower cheese for the students. Uh, kitchen manager Clark said, I'm sure he was terrified by having three menopausal women around him in the kitchen all day. Lovely stuff. So Gordon Ramsay, even though we didn't really need the description of all three other women. See, she, this is all right. Actually, now I'm reading this. Feel good. Feel good moment. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, no. Tina Clark. The because at the beginning down. of this fucking story, She's begging for help from Gordon Ramsay, saying, I'm cooking here on my own. And then apparently, once he turns up, she says, I'm sure he was terrified having three menopausal women around him in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, she's cooking by herself, quote unquote, but she's got assistance. Um, oh, it is amazing that he loophole. answered the call because he doesn't, he definitely doesn't have to, regardless of what I think of him, he doesn't have to go to this. UK middle school, elementary school, public Beagles school. Wade. Bigglesworth School. Biggles Wade. It's all nonsense. And Bigglesworth is, I feel, isn't that something from a film? He sounds, that, that sounds like a, a butler. Bigglesworth! Mm. Fetch me a gin! <laughs> Goodbye, right Bigglesworth. 
Did you want your lemon twist with that? Get me to my newspaper and slippers, Begosworth, as I smoke my pipe. But of course, sir. But of course, right away, right away. Where's the stock ticker? The stock ticker is off. We ran out of paper and you refused to pay the delivery guy. Oh, that little five-year-old Timmy who walks with the wonky leg. Fuck that child. Well, he had polio, so he's dead. Ah, good. Unless it's Christmas, then I'll buy him the biggest turkey in the land. Because what? It's St. Patrick's Day, sir. Refresh me my Guinness, because what? It's really Easter. Anyway. And so- I don't give a shit about your lucky charms, because what? But they're always after my lucky charms. Fuck you, because what? There we go. Now, I hope that makes everyone feel warm inside. <laughs> This week's feel good story of the week. Waffle box, always making you feel good. Even the warm, fuzzy feelings down in the, the area. In the cockles good. of your heart. Cockles. In the, uh, the candle scented area. It make you feel good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> sexy. sexy with it. Then we go fish. all the way back to the beginning of the show. What a great That's story. a callback. A callback, baby. You don't get that in this anywhere. Gwen, Paltrow, I want to smell your pussy. Mmm, smells like burning. <laughs> smells like teen spirit burning. Mm. Anyway, anyway, so that's uh, that's enough for this week's Waffle Box. Uh, what have the uh, good Syrup Squad members got to look forward to in the next couple of days over at the Bossnet Network? I think we've got some new podcasts coming on over there, right? Definitely got some new podcasts. We, we just released episode 11 of the kick-ass movie podcast yesterday me and master the director len kabazinski of pact avengers we talked about lorenzo llamas in bounty tracker it's a it's all it's a fun movie it's a fun episode you should absolutely check that out but this friday check out waffle box number check out microdose number 113 where i speak with david torres and we talk about his movie, Future Fiction. It's maybe the first film filmed entirely on a 360-degree camera. What? And it's got some of the coolest visuals that you've never seen before. And this movie is hard to see. Um, I don't know where else it's playing. I have a couple of links in the episode, but you have to check out the microdose number 113 to find out. All of those episodes, go. make sure you go to bosnet.family on the old internet browser there you go you're always good about that thank you um and of course i mean now uh, if you get early access we're not kind of going to push it big time but we're going to be officially launching our uh extra waffle uh we're going to really push because it's always patreon so it's my the first of the month is when they build so we're going to let you know just build up make sure may 1st you'll go to extrawaffle.com sign up if you want to support us monetarily and get some extra bonus content, extrawaffle.com. Uh, if you want to buy some merch, you can go to wafflemerch.com as well. Make sure you follow us on all our social media networks at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at WaffleboxPod. Go to enjoywafflebox.com for all the links. If you are listening to us, don't forget you can watch us on YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget you can listen to us on all the podcast platforms as well. I'm at Mr. Mike Fish. He is... Kush underscore Hayes. 
And until next week, don't forget to take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks.